Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another episode. As you can see from the title of this video, it is how coronavirus will impact or affect clinical research. And I'm sure a lot of people have been thinking about this or maybe have not even thought about this, that coronavirus in America is going to have an impact on clinical research. And I'm going to go over a few stakeholders in the clinical research space right now about um, who is going to be most affected by this coronavirus and it is affecting everything so for those of you that are outside of america america is somewhat freaking out right now because uh, we have never had a real pandemic like this before um we we still there's still a lot not known there's no vaccine for it there's no real cures for it people are dying um you have a well what some many believe is an inept trump administration that is not going to know how to handle this or really uh, provide the necessary support in handling this. So there's a lot of freaking out going on, going around, and a lot of people are really, really scared. Um, so f as of today, and I'll probably put this out tomorrow. So as of today, this is Wednesday. Um, there are a number of people dead. I think let me look on the front page of CNN. How many people have died? I know Los Angeles just called for a state of emergency. Um, I'm sure Washington has a state of emergency also. Um, but the death toll is rising in the USA. Um, let me see what it says here. Um, yeah, so 11 people in America have died. And there are 149 cases across the United States. 39 in Washington State and at least 33 in California. So this thing is spreading across... Um, people are traveling around and spreading it to other people. Um, so it's getting crazy and it's only going to get worse um, as as of the recording of this. So this is probably something I will, uh, you know, record another video or two. Um, just my take on it and how it's going to affect. So Because right now we're still in the preliminary stages. Big, big changes have not really happened yet where there's been travel bans, um, quarantine of people, uh, closing of schools. Um you know, anything you can kind of imagine, all that has yet to happen, but it's coming. Um, so the first people that are going to be impacted, and by the way, if you're still listening to this, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast if you're listening on the podcast, and make sure you subscribe to uh, the YouTube channel also. Um, so the first people are going to be impacted by this are the applicants. So let's just say the people before they even get into clinical research, how you're going to be impacted by this, and um, there's going to be delays in hiring which I'm sure you could expect, um, but that's going to be because, you know, as we're going to get to later, the slowing down of the actual clinical trials, just the slowing down of everything um, inside of the organization and the focus on more keeping their employees already healthy. And HR is going to focus on that too, keeping, keeping the employees healthy and less so on bringing in new people. Um, so the applicants, there's going to be probably delays in, um, hearing back. So I would not be surprised if you don't hear back during this time. Um, I would I would not be surprised with that at all. So expect delays in your application process. Uh, the second thing, which is going to be which is a larger stakeholder group, probably is going to be the workers, the people that are currently working um, in clinical research, be at a CRO or a pharmaceutical company. So um, I've seen things floating around. You know, work from home, which. Of course, if you're a CRA or project manager, there's, there's no surprise there. You're already working from home. But this is going to be something that could be instituted for a lot more people than usually get it. 
um, especially people, you know, in today's world, you have the ability to work from home. Most people do, unless you are, you know, sitting there working on something that has to be at work. Um, but a lot of people that get into work and the first thing they get on is their computer or they're on the computer all day. Or even if you have meetings, you can take those remotely. So a lot of people, even though they don't work from home, have the capability to work from home uh, for a time period. So we're going to see a dramatic increase in work from home uh, just because they want to separate people as much as possible uh, to not pass the disease. So I've seen that being floated around um, a lot. So we should see changes there in the next couple of weeks, um, especially if the virus is already in your state. Um, so obviously we're going to see travel decreased. I've seen that a lot. So a lot of international tra travel for executives um, has been cut. You're not allowed to travel to uh, China, Italy, and you know a few other places. Uh, I've seen that already. Um, organizations are sending out emails pretty much on the daily uh, regarding the coronavirus. So I've seen that already. Um, you're not allowed to travel to those places. Um, also, you know, executive travel is, is going down too. Um, you're not allowed to travel to those places like I just mentioned. Um, but also CRA travel within the United States of America. Um, I've taken my own precautions, um, which I'll go over in a second, but um, I'm thinking that there's going to be a decrease in CRA travel. So what does that mean? Um, well, I have, I have seen that already. I have seen some guidance on that um, where they want us to check with organizations and make sure that, um, you know, SIVs, we, are, we have to be there. Um, and hospitals send this guidance out too. The sites are sending this guidance to us, making sure that we actually have to be there for the IMV, um, if it could be delayed at all, to delay it, um, if the visit could be conducted remotely, to conduct it remotely. Um, so I have seen that already. Um, and, and I'm sure we're going to have more uh, guidance on that in the next few days. Um, but the, the what I have done also is uh, I've made sure any travel I'm booking in the next couple of weeks, I'm taking direct flights only um, to minimize my airport exposure. So I think that's that's something that's a good idea is to minimize the time you're flying. So direct flights only. Don't want any type of um, layover if possible. Um, of course, if you do have a layover, you want to uh, make it in a you know, not super busy airport. So for example, I am not traveling to Atlanta anymore. I'm not laying over in Atlanta anymore. Um, that's the most trafficked airport. And there's already been cases reported of coronavirus having traveled through Atlanta. So you do not want to travel there if possible or any other major airports um, if possible during this time. So th that's some of the things I've done. Um, I'm also, minim you know, just minimizing my travel in general. Uh, by not conducting a bunch of visits during this time, trying to, you know, delay the visits as much as possible um, while this is going on. Like once I said, this is an ongoing situation, so we'll see. Uh, they may give us guidance to just conduct remote visits in place, um, which is kind of difficult because we're going to begin closing down sites soon um, for one of my studies. Um, so obviously for a closeout visit, that has to be conducted on site, uh, but you can do some of it remotely. Um, so, I mean, no one knows how long this is this is going to take to kind of clear up um, or really much anything, how bad it's going to get. So this is this is a day by day, week by week situation. Um, but that's pretty much how it's going to affect the workers is, you know, 
work from home is going to be instituted, I'm, I'm assuming, by for most personnel. They're going to want a lot of people to stay away from the office. Um, I'm sure they may even do a deep sanitize. They may you know, hire a biohazard company or, or something to deep sanitize the whole entire office. Um, I'm sure some companies will do that just to make sure. Um, I've also seen that they have canceled um, most meetings, like in-person meetings, and it's only to be necessary. So I'm sure a lot of meetings are going to be canceled for a lot of people too. Um, and, you know, I've seen that a lot also. Um, just to minimize the exposure that people are having to other people if they can. Um, so I'm sure a lot of meetings are going to be moved to Skype. A lot of face-to-face -face meetings are going to be canceled because of this. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, like I said, this is an ongoing situation taken day by day. So we'll see uh, what, what other changes will be made. Um, but the third stakeholder is going to be the actual clinical trials themselves and by uh, comparison, the patients themselves. So as you as you guys probably know, the coronavirus is something that um, the people that tend to die are people that are already immunocompromised or already sick with something else, be it heart disease, um, you know, severe diabetes, um, any any type of other condition or something they may have, um, you know, just old age. So anything they're immunocompromised, uh, if they're cancerous, have cancer, so oncology patients. So as you can imagine, this is a big part of clinical research. Um, basically, all the patients that we're dealing with are sick in some way. So, you know, if you're, you know, if you're working with a sponsor, the sponsor is freaking out right now about this because that could completely ruin their clinical trials results, not to mention a lot of patients could die if they're working an indication with you know, immunocompromised patients, which a lot of people are. So a lot of people probably didn't even think about that. Um, but yeah, a lot of patients are severely at risk for the coronavirus and going to be uh, very susceptible to the coronavirus. Um, so yeah, I mean, that that's going to have a huge effect on clinical trials, potentially if one, if one patient gets sick with the coronavirus. Um, you know, because a lot of these patients are immunocompromised. So, you know, if it, if it, depending on how big the outbreak is, it could really affect a clinical trial's results um, if multiple patients get sick with the coronavirus and end up passing um, or just get sick with it in general. Um, but hopefully that doesn't happen. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's the third and final and one of the final stakeholders of this coronavirus thing when it comes to clinical research is the actual patient's. So, yeah, I mean, this, this coronavirus, we don't know what's going to happen with it. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to get worse before it gets better. And, you know, hopefully, you know, it's not that bad here in America. But judging by how it's been going in other countries uh, with many people dying, um, it's definitely going to get worse before it gets better. And, you know, coupled with the ineptness potentially of uh, the government and the Trump administration, it could really, really get bad. So um, you just want to make sure you're prepared. Um, make sure that you do every precaution you can to make sure that you don't get sick. And that's pretty much all I can offer at this time, guys. So if you have any questions, email me, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com. If you have any other type of, uh, you know, any type of clinical research questions, you can email me there. Take care, guys.